Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast in which I, Tantacool, aka Tanner Green Ring. Tentacle. Just Tentacle. Wow, it's so simple and elegant. You haven't done Tantacool before? I'm certain I have, but I can't remember. Episode 23. You did it. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Metaposh. Metapod. AKA Josh Fielstead. In this podcast, we play through the Pokemon games week by week, gym by gym. We are right now in season 3B, playing through Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. And we are on gym number three, Lieutenant Surge. And we are playing Nuzlocke for this remake edition of the Kanto region, which if you don't know what that means, I'm not going to explain it every week, but... It's essentially just a harder version of the game, and you can go onto our social media handles at expsharepod on Twitter and Instagram, or go to our subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers, to read through the Nuzlocke rules. The main thing is that if your Pokemon faints, then it is dead, and you must release it. And you have to catch the first Pokemon you find in every region. Those are probably the two main things. Yep. Joshua, we ended our last leg of the journey in Cerulean City. Mm Mm-hmm took on misty some of us lost a couple pokemon along the way yeah some of us didn't wish i could say the same this week pretty much the first thing that happens when you leave misty's gym and heal up and head north towards nugget bridge is that old bastard bad josh (laughs) comes down doesn't he and fucking greg And he says, I'll take you on, boy. And like, I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for it. And it's it gets me in a little trouble because I forgot where it happens now. And the agreement, our gentleman's agreement, one of our bonus rules is that we will go into rival battles as well as gym leader battles with the same number of Pokemon that our rival has. Yeah. But because I don't know when they're coming, I'm not prepared for it. So I have my full suite of Pokemon and I just need to be very honest with myself and think, Okay, let's see how many Pokemon he's going to bring out. Yeah. And let's adjust accordingly. Yeah, I mean... And I hope that's allowed. I remembered this ambush, but I forgot where it was in the SS Annihilator. Yeah. I think we expand the gentleman's agreement that's like, well, if you get caught unawares, you just can only use that number of Pokemon in the battle, even if you have a full belt. Yeah. You see at the beginning of the match, you can see how many Pokeballs he has in his lineup. And you just have to consciously not use more Pokemon than him. Right. Okay, that's fine. I like that. I think we'll be prepared most of the time. But for the Elite Four, for example, once we get there, we're going to have a full six the whole time because the champion at least will have all six. Yeah. But we will not be able to use all six in every battle. Can we change the ones we use battle to battle? Yeah, that seems fair. Like from trainer to trainer. Yeah, let's not get so insane. Okay. Let's say that's fine. There's a lot of nuance to the Nuzlocke run, and we're going to have to figure out as we go, and that's just part of the the show. It's the experience share. But right now, we're taking on Bad Josh. He's got four Pokemon. Pidgeotto, level 17, and Abra, level 16, and then a Rattata, level 15, and the starter, level 18, which was a Charmander for me. Yep, and it was a Squirtle for me. This battle was basically nothing because his Abra can only teleport, so he really only has three Pokemon. Right. And he gives you a Fame Checker, which is a new item at the end of it. Yeah, I didn't really get the point of the Fame Checker. I, like, messed around with it a little. Okay. It basically just gives you, like, little factoids. Okay. Fun facts. About what? Gym leaders, about Professor Oak. 
just unprompted you just open it up and it says like no it's it's divided up by like categories okay Is, am i in there no was i in yours no mr mime no okay well you're a nobody i'm a nobody we're nobodies right now beating three gyms anybody can beat three well I'm well on my way to beating more than three two. So Pokemon are level like twenty two. I didn't really fuck around with the fame checker. Which have you ever thought about? Like I've always assumed that the gym leaders have like multiple sets of Pokemon because they have to be able to scale up based on the level of their opponent, right? No. Or is it just always like they have a level cap? Basically, I think they have a level cap. They're like, oh, you you must be this level to enter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can go in there with like level 40 Pokemon and Lieutenant Surge is going to have the same level 22s or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it brings into question the like the level cap thing, but we've been told that that really only applies to traded Pokemon. Right. But it still words it as like all Pokemon up to level 30 will obey, including those obtained in trades. Right. Which implies that every Pokemon would go rogue. I think they want you to think that so you don't go ham. But that's exactly what I did this week, Josh. Here's the thing I want to talk about while we're talking about our rival battles and while we're talking about level caps. I don't think we've formally introduced the bug catchers to our new battle system for Gen 3B. We referenced it lightly in the last episode, but we tried it. We employed it this time. So instead of set battles between me and Josh at certain gyms, like the halfway point and the end point, we will be flipping a coin, which Josh insists on doing on a coin flipping app that has a great British pound as the coin. Pound sterling, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I have the app. I've talked about how I think flipism is good, where you just flip a coin if you can't make a choice, and then you either get exactly what you want or you realize what you want because you got the opposite. And you sent me a link to some flip a coin website, and I don't know what's going on with that site, so I just used my app. You could change the currency, and I happen to use the pound sterling online. So that's what we're going to be doing at the beginning <laughs> of each, before each record, we're going to determine on via a great British pound sterling coin flip. <laughs> Whether or not we are battling, and there will be no level caps. God, I wish we would have battled this week, because I would have oh. owned bones on you. This would have been a fucking nightmare, I think, <laughs> this week for me. There's no level caps. There's no nothing. We just we will sometimes battle. We will sometimes not battle. We will still battle anytime we have a guest on this season, though, too. Yeah. But that's how we're going to do it this season, just to mix things up a little bit. It's going to like make the level cap issue less of a big deal, because we're not going to be like power leveling to get... like. Hoss teams to take one another on, which is going to make the gym battles a little more interesting. Right. Josh flipped his little coin, and there is no battle this week. Thank God. So Thank Arceus. Maybe next week. Who knows? We'll see. It's totally random now. Maybe we'll never battle. We'll battle no matter what, even if it's via having guests on, which we will. Josh, Route 24, it's the Nugget Bridge route. Oh, it's good to be back on that bridge. I took on all the Nugget Bridge kids, had to run back and heal at the Poké Center, essentially after each one. Just to be safe. You can't be too safe anymore. So I have a strategy for catching Mon now. Okay. We'll lay it on me, String Bean. And the strategy is called Butterfree. <laughs> yeah. Because Butterfree has sleep. Sleep powder. And poison and stun. Oh, all the powders. Yep. So I keep Butterfree in the, the front of my party when I'm in a Pokemon hunting mood. 
which I was in that little slim patch of grass, tall grass, on Route 24, headed down to the Mystery Cave. Yeah. I went diving in. It's genuinely thrilling in each new zone to step into some tall grass and see what Pokemon you're going to get. It's terrifying. I mean, it's terrifying, too. It's like, is this going to be another fucking Pidgey? I don't know. (laughs) Screen went black. Okay. Who takes me on, Josh? Who decides to go toe-to-toe with Mr. Mime and Butterfree? You would think it would be an Oddish in that area. Abra. Uh, it was an Abra, and I had Butterfree uh, out, and I put it to sleep instantly, threw probably four Pokeballs at it, caught it, Oh! and welcome to the team. Well, this is confusing. God, I'm so jealous. But welcome to the team Mewtwo. <laughs> the Abra. And I'll just say, my character's Mr. Mime. He's a sentient Mr. Mime who's decided to become a Pokemon trainer. Yeah. He's naming all of his Pokemon after things Josh loves based on a questionnaire Josh filled out at the beginning of the season. One of the questions on the questionnaire was, who are some of your favorite video game characters? Mewtwo is one of them. (laughs) Yeah. So it's Mewtwo the (laughs) Abra. I could tell what you were going to do, but I still thought it would be funny. (laughs) I, I sent you a text that evening and said, I had the luckiest catch of my life on Route 24, and I'm so, so happy. God fucking damn it. That I caught this Abra, and I feel like I need to protect it with my life now. Yeah, crucial. Although you won't be able to evolve it. Yes, I will. Oh, you could trade it between your two. No, you only have one Game Boy. No, I have two Game Boys. Oh, fuck. So I'm going to definitely evolve it. I was hoping that would be the stick in your craw. We can discuss this because this is something I was thinking about. We can decide whether or not we want to make it a rule because technically you're not allowed to use any Pokemon you acquire through a trade. It's not acquired through a trade, though. It's not really acquiring a Pokemon through a trade. It's just evolving your own Pokemon. You have the trade already. Yeah. It's not acquisition. My plan was to evolve it, self-evolve it with my second Game Boy. Because it is not acquisition via a trade and it is a Pokemon you already have, I think it's fine. Okay. I'm probably going to do that then. Sorry. If he fucking survives, God, we had some I close mean, scrapes. that thing is going to be so hard to defend because it's so weak. Ooh-hoo. Health and defense-wise. We had some close scrapes this week. Well... Got down to red on old Mewtwo a few times. Oh, I had some close calls, and I had some real calls. Anything interesting happen to you on Route 24, Josh? Oh, well, I got a new Pokemon as well. Yeah, it's a cool one. Very cool new Pokemon. I use my Ivysaur in a similar fashion. I have Sleep Powder, but that's all you need. Yeah. Trotted into the grass, hoping maybe I could get an Abra. Hell yeah. This sounds so good. Sounds You're really building the tension here. The battle music comes on. The shadowy figure shows up, and it's a fucking few little spheres stuck together with beady <laughs> eyes and a dumb little horn on it. It's a fucking weedle. weedle. I also caught a weedle on Route 25, and it was so disappointing. There's no... I don't think there's a single Pokemon that's more disappointing... It is... ...to see come onto your screen for that first Pokemon than Weedle. Absolutely. I caught it on Route 25, but it was just like, fuck, fuck, what... <laughs> What am I going to do with this? I took the Weedle, and I eventually evolved it, because I got to take what I can get. Oh, mine's just been sitting in the box since I got it. Welcome to the team, formerly known as Weedle, Charmaine. Charmaine Buko, who is married to Artie Buko, who's the proprietor and owner of Vesuvio. Why don't you name your 
Oh, you don't have a charm. The restaurant, all of the North Jersey mob hangs out in Sopranos, whose characters I'm naming all my Pokemon after. Charmaine. Charmaine. It's a Lady Weedle, so. Oh, welcome to the team, Lady Weedle, Charmaine. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Weedle would be a much better name. <laughs> So, Route 24 is whatever. It's the Nugget Bridge. You get your nugget at the end. Get the nugget. And then... You beat up the secret Team Rocket recruiter. Yep, yep, yep. At the very end. And then you're on Route 25, which is that kind of... Which is just north. Windy route full of trainers on Route 2, Bill's house. Yes. And it's a lot of trainers, and it's far enough away from Cerulean City to be annoying to have to run back to heal, but I still did it constantly. Countless times. I ended up with a fair chunk of change by the end of this leg. Yeah, me too. But at this point, I still think I had like maybe $10,000. Yeah. So you can't blow through potions yet. I have a new strategy for earning income that I'll talk about a little later, but it's working really well so far. The other thing I call out, I don't know if you noticed this, but because berries are in the games now, but they are not... There's no trees. They were not in Gen 1, and for some reason, they didn't just put berry trees out. There's berries just hidden throughout the landscape. Oh, I know. And, and there's a bunch my, on this route. It's part of my strategy. Oh, okay. For earning income this game. Okay. You're like a berry peddler? I'm a berry hunter. <laughs> I would say. Okay. I hunt berries. Okay. Well, I'll let you talk about your strategy whenever you're planning to. I'll talk about it. What'd you catch on Route 25? Weedle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You got the weedle. Got a weedle. Yeah. Got a weedle. Immediately boxed it. And you? I got a bell sprout. Yuck. Blech. Which was fine. I mean, I don't. I actually have plenty of. Well, I had plenty of grass Pokemon at the time. Yeah, you got an Ivysaur. Uh, so I boxed it until later on in that same patch of grass. I was trying to raise raise my mon a little bit. What happened? Raise my new mon, the Paris Livia Soprano. What happened? A bell sprout. Another bell sprout came out swinging with a vine whip. That was just a critical hit. Oh, no. One hit KO on the Paris. Oh, no. Paris is a grass type. It's not even very effective. And it was a fucking one hit KO from the spell sprout. I don't think I've ever noticed how many crits there are in this game until this Nuzlocke run. I'm just like, God, why are they all these, all these fucking Pokemon critting all my Pokemon so fucking often? Like loser Pokemon. A, a level three Pidgey had a crit on my Rattata in the first episode. Yeah, it sucks. The, a level three? It sucks. <laughs> so given I got plenty of grass and I just got that other Bellsprout, but Paris gets Spore and Paris was intended to be my backup if worse comes to worse and Tony Soprano goes down. Well, worse did come to worse. Already. Rest in petals, Paris. R.I.P. Livia Soprano. Do you want to sing now, or is there more to come? Oh, there's more to come. <laughs> so we're going to hold <laughs> off on singing. <laughs> I didn't have to prepare a song this week. I didn't lose anyone. Well, but Savor it while you can, like I did last week. But I also feel like every episode beyond this, like, how is somebody not going to die? God, I had some very, very close calls. I think my Meowth, Miho, oh, yeah. got down to one hit point at one point. Which would have been devastating to me because I've decided that I love this Meowth with all my heart. You really wanted a Meowth, so I'm happy for you. I know. We got to talk about Bill. We just, we saw him. 
Oh, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill. He turns himself into a Pokemon still. What was his overworld sprite in the last one? It was just kind of that generic monster that's sort of like the Nido King model. Yeah. Yeah. It is like canonically a Nidoran or a Nidorino, I think. Okay. It's a Clefairy in this one. Cute. But he gives you uh, the SSN ticket as a thanks for turning him back into a human. Yeah. And that's what he gives you in the original game too? Yeah. It's exactly the same, that part. Okay. And those two like lovers are out there on the cape. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking right in front of his house. It's very weird. And then a Mr. Mime comes up to them. <laughs> like tries to engage with Room them. for a third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would that would really wig me out, I think, if I was trying to make love to someone and a Mr. Mime came in. Yeah. So yeah, Bill, Bill, same old Bill. Same old Bill. Same old Bill shit. Same old Bill shit. Make our way down. We've got the SSAN now ticket so we can make our way down to Vermilion City Vermilion. where it's parked. So we head down Route 5. We find the Team Rocket guy who stole TM28 dig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into the house that that you have to go through in order to get to Route 5. And like right. the police officer, Officer Jenny, is like standing out in front of the house. And she's like, I don't know where this criminal went. And he stole this dig TM from the this like poor couple. And then you just walk through the house and then he's in the backyard. And it's like... He's still here. What's this? Officer Jenny, do your fucking job. That's why you want to defund the police, right? That's why we want to... You, know you know the saying... A-cap? Defund Officer Jenny. Is that does that apply to Officer Jenny? Does A Cab apply to Officer Jenny? I mean, I'm not very impressed with what I'm seeing. I guess so. All right, sorry, Officer Jenny. <laughs> I think so. So you take on this Team Rocket guy, and he gives you Dig. Dig is crucial to saving my ass later, which is why I had to make sure we mentioned it. Yeah, I fed Dig immediately to my Radicate, Uncle Moak. I gave it to my. Mankey, Christopher. Because I thought I'm headed into an electric type gym. Yes. I could use a ground move. It turns out I didn't need it, but whatever. Make our way down Route 5. Route 5 connects Cerulean City to the underground tunnel to Mm -hmm. Vermilion City. And it's also where the daycare center is. Yes. I did not use the daycare center. There is no breeding in this game, which I was hoping there would be. I did drop off a Pokemon, though. Who'd you drop off? At the time, I was feeling pretty lush, so I dropped AJ Soprano in there, the Rattata, because mm. it was level 11, and I didn't couldn't be bothered to have to train it. Right. I wouldn't need it for this next leg. I guess I could. I've got a few Pokemon in the bank. I could go up and drop one off. I just didn't, I just didn't think to. Well, I had just lost a Paris, so I needed to build a backbencher. Yeah. Also, it was kind of a bargain because I did get him back later and it was five levels for 600 bucks. That's pretty good. That's fine. I'll take it. I think I'm going to be getting way more use out of this daycare center than I normally ever would. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I spent a lot of time leveling this week and I guess I could have just put a guy in the daycare center. I think the strategy for me, at least... I'm always going to have somebody in the daycare center because I feel like you need to have someone who can step up to the plate at any moment. Yeah, that's true. Better than like just having to get a guy out of the box and trying to go power level him, which is fucking impossible in this game. And it's terrifying too. Yeah. Because they could just easily get killed like my precious Olivia. May she rest in peace. Let me tell you about the Pokemon I caught on Route 5, Joshua. It's a delightful little purry cat Pokemon called (laughs) Meowth. Meowth. John Meowth? Nope, it's named Miho, which is confusing because I think Miho means young boy or son. Yeah. 
in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. And it is a girl. Oh, okay. It's named after a cat that you had growing up called Miho. You could have named it Miha. I think that would have been fine. No, you didn't have a cat called Miha growing up. No, it was a big tabby. My first cat, Miho. Great cat. He lived to be 20. Miho's made it past level 20 already, so. What? <laughs> I caught a Meowth as well. Uh, uh, here. I love a Meowth, man. So this is my money-making strategy. Oh, you have payday now? Meowth has payday and its ability. I forgot that we have abilities now. Yeah, we do have we have natures and abilities, which we haven't really talked about because like we can't really control for any of them. Right. Meowth has the ability pickup, which is that zigzagoon ability that I had last game. Oh, hell Where yeah. she just picks up random shit she finds, which is always hidden berries. So, oh shit! I'm supplementing my my potion and my status healing potions with berries now, and I'm selling off all these extra berries. And I have payday on her, so every battle I drop payday at least once, and then at the end of the battle I get a few extra coins. That is a good strategy. Did you have the meowth immediately in your team? Did you run it through the underground path? Yes. I did. Because I wonder if it would pick up these items that that woman supposedly says are on the ground. I did, but I often forget to go grab the item off of it, and I don't notice until she's oh, in a battle. It, it's a held item. She'll pick it up and hold it. Right. So you have to go take the item away from it if you want to like sell it or use it. But I'll forget oftentimes, and then in battle, all of a sudden, like she'll get poisoned and then heal herself because she picked up a person barrier or whatever heals poisoning. And I'm like, oh, convenient. Yeah. So this is going to be my new money-making strategy because it seems like money-making is more money important maker. than ever God, it is. in this dang game. So welcome to the team, Miho. Loving it. Having so much fun with him, her. <laughs> and I think she's such a cutie. Meowth is my new thing. I'm a Meowth man now. That's the best thing you got out of... Uh, that's maybe the one thing you got out of it's Pokemon the redeeming Mystery thing. Dungeon. The only redeeming thing to happen in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon is started my love affair with Meowth. Yeah. Joshua... I would love to hear more about your Meowth that you caught on Route 5 after after this break. This break. Yeah. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back <laughs> to the show, Josh. Welcome back to the show, Bug Catchers. We are on Route 5 between Cerulean and Vermilion. We both caught Meowths. Yeah. What's your Meowth called? We both have Meowths to feed. It's funny. Adriana LaServa, who is Carmela Soprano, Tony Soprano's wife's cousin, and dating Christopher, actually, which is why I thought it was kind of fun, because I have Christopher on my uh, team. Because in your head <laughs> canon, yeah. Christopher, who is your what? Mankey. Mankey. In your head canon, Mankey dates Meowth. Yeah, I think Mankey and Meowth could uh, work. God, Josh, I can't believe you're making me do this right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. For affinity. It's for affinity check. Dot net. Search for meow. They're like, welcome, administrator Tanner. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, sir. I did hit the search bar. I clicked the cursor in the search bar, and it auto-filled Wally. <laughs> so I think that's as close as Fur Affinity gets to Welcome Back Administrator Tanner. 
Are you here for more Wally smut? Oh, there's sir? well, there's a lot of Meowth smut. Did you search Meowth Mankey? Because that's your head cannon. Oh my god. There's no Meowth Mankey. Meowth on Mankey. Meowth Mankey is like pretty niche. We're gonna have to go deeper. I think. Meowth Mankey. But there's a lot of like action between different kinds of Meowths on Meowths. I saw a Meowth tying up a Alolan Meowth sexually. Okay. Like it's Kanto Meowth and then there's <laughs> quite a lot of Alolan Meowth. Okay. I went deeper <laughs> to a secondary site that we shan't name, that shan't be named. Well, we usually try to avoid the secondary site. I found an image on the secondary site, which I've just sent you a link to, which is not necessarily pornographic in nature, wow. but it does include both Meowth and Mankey because it's an image of all 151 original Pokemon, and they're all smashed up inside of... Oh my god... Who is it? I believe it's Misty. Orange hair, sneakers. Yeah, like Converse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all mashed up inside of Misty's inflated belly. So it's like an inflation fetish thing. She's got a really giant belly and she's got all 151 Pokemon in there. I feel like this has to be one that's like a joke. Like they know that this is funny. So this is as close as we can get to Meowth X Mankey smut yes on the internet apparently which is too bad it's fucking 2020 listen bug catchers if you're let meowth and mankey kiss already looking for an in to get into the pokemon artist world there's a there's a lack of content here we have an otp for you guys meowth x mankey this image of all the Pokemon in Misty's stomach is surprisingly well done. Yeah, it's actually very... Uh, the artist is very talented. <laughs> it's very well drawn. Um, that's right, a brief well, that's for for affinity, affinity check. check. <laughs> our hit, our hit uh, uh, segment. It's a segment. We look for Pokemon smut. It's a segment. Route 6, Joshua. The other side of the underground path. Other side of the underground path. It's a Big field full of tall grass. There must be lots of good Pokemon in here. Lots of <laughs> cool, unique new Pokemon to be caught. Ones that we don't have. I caught a Meowth. I caught a Bellsprout. <laughs> <laughs> this Meowth is called Tennis. After your favorite band, Tennis. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Or maybe it was your favorite sport? No, it's definitely my one of my favorite bands, tennis. Yeah. It's not my favorite sport. Okay. No shade. I don't I just I like Mario tennis. You're not really a sports guy. What what is your favorite sport? I mean, how do you define it? Like what I've been to the most is baseball games. What I have enjoyed the most is like being at a pub watching the World Cup. Yeah. I think soccer slash football, like non American football. Is oh, like the it's most you're a fucking interesting Anglophile. You're it's like, the most oh, I interesting love the League. I'm an Arsenal from an fan. international standpoint. Mm-hmm. I think American sports. I like baseball the most. Uh, I like whatever um, sport they're they're discussing in the Economist each week. That's you. They don't talk about sports fucking at all in The Economist, first of all. I bet they talk about the economy of sports in The Economist. No, they haven't covered any of the shit going on with sports in it this year. Okay. Well, what's your... Well, yours is basketball. Yeah. It's the only sport I really like. Okay. 
whatever. I don't have a problem with any of them. Yeah, me neither. It's just not my thing. You feel like sports? Fine. Yeah, we're not... You know what sport I like? We're not here to yuck yums. Competitive Pokemon battling. Yeah. I like to watch Pokemon mash against one another, both in a competitive battling scene and sexually on furaffinity.net. <laughs> I'm a simple man. I love two things. Watching Pokemon battle and watching Pokemon fuck. <laughs> All American. <laughs> That's the American way. What did you catch on Route 6? Anything interesting? No, it was a bell sprout. <laughs> Why did it do this to us? Well, we chose not to do the no dupes clause because we thought it would be funny, and I do still kind of think it's funny. <laughs> I do think it's funny. <laughs> I got, I just have bell sprouts like lined up ready to go, you know? We have an unnamed friend who's playing along with us who we were on a group chat with who texted us earlier tonight and told us that his entire team is Rattatas. It's like a Weedle or something and then like five Rattatas. (laughs) (laughs) So we said if you don't want to use the you can use the no dupes clause. We are not doing it because we hate ourselves and we think it's funny. Yeah. It's probably going to bite us in the ass eventually. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it yet but we're going to have to have end game scenarios where like we literally just get KO'd in like the elite four and then <laughs> it's you like mean? you don't think a team of Rattatas can take on the elite four i think we're doing okay we'll see when we get to the level check but i feel like if if we can hold our main like a core of like three pokemon i feel like we can pull it off as long as i can keep mewtwo in my team i'm i'm think i'm good i think if i can keep uh and by mewtwo i mean Kadabra, obviously right oh well of course yeah if i can keep what will be a Venusaur and what will be a Primeape, I think I can do decently. Yeah. All right. So Route 6, we are finally through it. We are in Vermilion City. Beautiful Vermilion City by the sea. First thing you do, you go to the Pokemon Center, of course. That's all I ever do. Go to the Pokemon Center. Yep. When you're there healing up your Pokemon, a young man approaches you and says, Welcome to Vermilion City. Here's this. Have it. A generous, kind soul. The Versus Seeker. Yeah. Another new item. A new item, a cool new item. It's like, it makes me really glad that we did Nuzlocke Run with this game because it's like, this thing is fucking built for Nuzlocke Runs. Yeah. It's like the evolved form of like the trainer eyes from Ruby and Sapphire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it works better because you have it on, you're wearing it. And when you go through old routes, it'll show you Pokemon trainers who are down to clown. Yeah. They've got little, um, uh, symbols above their heads (laughs) exclamation points oh okay over their heads when they're down to clown and that's like a re-up like they want to fight again so have you not used the versus seeker much yet no i didn't i didn't use it oh it's great it's so nice it already comes into play i just figured it was go back up to like route 24 you could already fight them again yeah oh yeah oh that's great because we had to go back up through cerulean next week yeah i just went back up to route 24 i think all right also in Vermilion City is the junior fishing guru. Oh, yeah. The, like, worst of the three brothers. He lives on the west, on the coast. Yeah, and he gives you the old rod. Yeah. That old rod. I don't have a joke for that one. Which I immediately went out and used to catch a Magikarp. I caught a Magikarp also. Dr. Richard Kimball. <laughs> Protagonist of The Fugitive, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> His name is actually Dr. Richard Kumble. Right. Because I couldn't fit many characters into the, the thing. But welcome to the team, Dr. Richard Kimball. I was excited to get a Magikarp. 
I'm starting to understand match type matchups a little bit, Josh. That's good. And I know that Magikarp evolves into a Pokemon called Gyarados. Gyarados. And Gyarados has a move called Dragon Rage. And I thought, I think Dragon is effective against Electric. I need something that's effective against Electric. Why? Lieutenant Surge. Why would you? I just why would you think that for dragon? Some why would that. dragon be super effective for some against? Some reason electric? I thought that. For some reason I thought you that. had to think about it. Like th- why would a dragon be good against electric? I don't know. For some reason I thought that. So I was like, great. Now I got a dragon. Electric is weak against dragon, but its dragon is not super effective. Wait, what? Electric moves on a dragon type are not very effective, but dragon moves oh. on an electric are just normal. Okay. Well, that's fine then. Actually, that's but that's, also that's Gyarados all I need. is water and flying. It's not well, even. Well, that's dr- the problem. Dra- <laughs> <laughs> Gyarados is not a dragon type Pokemon. <laughs> so I spent a ton. In fact, Gyarados is one of the worst Pokemon you bring into an electric gym. I spent a ton, Josh, <laughs> of time this week leveling so, Gyarados. So you have a Gyarados, Jesus yes. Christ! You didn't even put it in the daycare. You went from level five to level twenty. Yes. Oh my god. I threw my Magikarp in the daycare. That's who I replaced. My parents are in town, Joshua. So you shouldn't be playing Pokemon. They drove out from Colorado and have been social distancing to come visit me, and all I'm doing is playing Pokemon. (laughs) My mom said to me the other night, I was sitting on the couch playing Pokemon, she was like, sorry we're so not interesting enough for you. I was like, you don't understand. I'm not doing this out of joy or pleasure. No, it's work now. It's for work. (laughs) This is work, what I'm doing. Yeah, I was chatting with a coworker this last week and he was like oh like what video games have you been playing recently and i was like well i i nothing i mean i basically all i play is just pokemon. work like i do my <laughs> job like work late and then i play pokemon which is work also technically yeah like i don't do anything i don't play or do anything else anymore <laughs> yeah i bought that ghost of oh me too <laughs> Whatever the ghost of whatever and i just i literally haven't turned it on yet the game where it's we don't even know what it's called because it's just been sitting on our shelves the game yeah. where you play is uh samurai had not played it yet yeah we have it haven't started it just sitting around someday so yeah i did spend a lot of time leveling a magikarp into a gyarados and i guess this is probably the best time to get into level check because now we're conceivably we've caught all the pokemon we can on this leg right yeah. So let's talk about our teams. Let's do level check. Okay. Level check. Level check. Can I tell you about my team? Yeah. Mr. Mime's team. It's not my team. It's Mr. Mime's tell team. Tell me about Mr. Mime's team. Mr. Mime has a Charmeleon called Tom York. It's good. Level 22. Still alive. It's good. Still kicking. Mr. Mime has a Golbat. Oh, yeah. Called... Ursula K. Le Guin. Glad to see Ursula survived. Yeah, level 22. Thriving. Josh, they all survived. Oh, right. They all survived. Mr. Mime has a Raticate called Uncle Moke, mm-hmm. level 25, who is quickly shaping up into being my HM friend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has a Gyarados called Dr. Richard Kimball. Uh-huh. Dr. Rich Kimball. Dr. Rich Kimball. Level 25. He has a Kadabra named Mewtwo. God. Level 26. 26. And he has a Meowth named Miho, level 25. Yours are all well leveled and not dead. 
Yeah, I did a lot of fucking leveling this week. It's all I did. It's troubling. It was a fairly brief lag. I got to go back and do some leveling. Plus, I used this fucking Versus Seeker, which is like, that's what it's built for. Yeah, well, I didn't use it yet, and it was down to the wire for me. I also knew that like I had no good Pokemon for the Vermilion City Gym. Yeah, I was relatively relaxed because Electric is not very effective on grass. Yeah. Once again, I knew that I could rely on Ivysaur. I did a little power leveling to try to figure out how the best way to approach Lieutenant Surge. So well, that's yeah, why my you, Pokemon are You so raised high. a whole Pokemon under a flawed premise yeah. of it being Dragon, and that Dragon was super effective against Electric, and yep. Uh, yep. it's also not a Dragon type. Yep. Which is confounding, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well done. Tell me about Joshua's team. So number one is the new entrant, Charmaine Beedrill. Level 18. Welcome, Charmaine Beedrill. Basically, you know, grasping at straws. Like, best I could do. Take what you can get. Then we have Christopher Mankey. Level 26. Was hoping to get him to level 28, but I couldn't pull it off. He evolves at level 28. Primate. I think he'll be fine once he makes it there, but there were some close calls this week. And if I lose Mankey, I think I'm in very bad shape. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I have Adriana Meowth, level 10. Haven't done anything with that. It had to replace someone that we'll get to. AJ Soprano, Radicate. I took him out of the daycare and then I raised him another three levels. Radicate, level 20. I saw that animation for Hyperfang. Cool as hell, right? That you were talking about. It's so cool. It's like four little like teeth, basically, like clenching onto the other Pokemon. And then there's like a big like burst. Sunburst. Yeah, it's cool. Animation. Sunburst. Yeah. Then we have Tone Soprano. Ivysaur. Yep. Level 26. Big boy. Big boy. And then we have one of two Bell Sprouts. Have I ever said that Ivysaur is, I, I think, is the cutest of the, the Bulbasaur line? I think so. And maybe only the only good one. That's like very obvious, though. Okay. I don't know if that's obvious. I just think Ivysaur is cute. And the other two are kind of ugly. I, well, I don't think any of them are ugly. Venusaur is the least good looking. A Venusaur is ugly. But Bulbasaur is Bulbasaur cute. Is Ivysaur is like sassy. Ivysaur is a good looking Pokemon. Yeah, definitely. Ivysaur can get it. Yeah. And then the Bellsprout I have chosen to have in my team is Patsy Parisi. Okay. Level 14. Okay. The other one is named Agent Harris, but I don't know that we'll be seeing Agent Harris. So that's the team we have after our various routes this week. I mean, I had another Pokemon going into SSN, which is what we're about to do. Well, let's talk about SSN then. Yeah, let's talk about SSN. Because that's where we're at. We, we have the ticket. We go into SSN. The sailor out front lets us in. Yep. First thing you come to is a, a bunk. And you go in and there's a kindly old woman there who says, please rest in my bunk anytime you want. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what a, what a godsend this woman is. I remember this being like deep in the bowels of the ship formerly and now it's like the second room it's literally the first room you come across and it's again like thank god we're playing nuzlocke on this game yeah i feel like most of my team would have died yeah otherwise me too so this matronly woman is my queen yeah she's queen slay (laughs) Slay. then it's the same old ssn you go into bunks there's travelers there's sailors there's chefs and they all want to battle you with their shitty pokemon there's gentlemen and there's gentlemen there's glasses. They had something I liked. What did the gentleman? The gentleman, Gentleman Thomas, had a Growlithe. That's a sweetie baby. 
Joshy Sweetie. That is a Sweetie Baby, is what I would say, too. God, it's too bad you can't get Grout Lease until, like, what? I think they're in your game, because they were in red. So they're probably in your game. Is that for real? You're probably going to have to wait until I think they're maybe on that route between Lavender Town and Saffron City, or otherwise Cinnabar. Yeah, it's going to be Cinnabar, right? Cinnabar is very likely that you'll get one, though, because they're common in that Pokemon mansion. I thought Ponytas were common there. Well, I'll take a Ponyta too, though. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, I already have a Fire-type Pokemon. What am I talking about? I don't need another one. I don't know what you're talking about. I want one. Yeah. Uh, so, gentlemen, one of these gentlemen had a Growlithe. And my new thing is doing trivia, because Growlithe is a known sweetie. So... The original beta name in red and blue was Flamey, which is also cute. Mm-hmm. Flamey, translated to Flamey. It's cute. And the design is most likely based on Japanese dog statues called Shisa, but they may also originate from Chinese Shi, which are guardian statues that resemble lions. It's cute. With the traits of tigers and dogs. That's like the statue you probably picture if you think about a uh, Chinese dog statue. You ever go to... Uh... They're everywhere. You live in Brooklyn, right? I, I do. One of us does, yeah. Yeah. I used to live in Brooklyn a long time ago, and I lived near a garden called the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. Yep. And I would go there all the time. I had a membership. It's beautiful. And there's a Japanese garden. Love a good Japanese garden. And within the Japanese garden, there is a Shinto temple dedicated to the Shisa, the guardian dogs. Hell yeah. Did you ever see that? No, I didn't. It's in there. Go check it out sometime. Oh, well, I can still well, just walk there. So maybe I will. Yeah, you could walk there and go see it tomorrow if you wanted. Yeah. So you got a growl leaf. It's your sweetie. Yeah, it's my sweetie. What a cutie. That's it. I mean, it's a very fun sprite in, in this gen. It's like ready to pounce. It is a cute sprite. Cutely angry. Yeah. I got through SSAN relatively unscathed thanks to that queen in the first level. Oh. Okay. The rival did come at me towards the end. Your rival hits you up just outside the captain's quarters. I will say that I did SSN after sort of my power leveling. Oh. My goal was to get all my Pokemon to at least level 20, and that's what I did. And then I got a couple more stronger, like um, Gyarados and Kadabra, because I wanted... I knew I was going to use them in the um, Lieutenant Surge battle, so I got them a little higher. And after doing all of that, I went into the SSAN. So I was already in pretty good shape headed into the SSAN. Okay. So when Bad Josh surprised me and and battled me, I was ready for him and beat him pretty easily. Okay. And you? Um, it wasn't quite so easy for Joshua's team. Okay. I was pounced. I had not recently visited the bed to fully heal. And my Pokemon weren't in terrible shape, but they weren't in the best shape. Can we picture the bed for a moment that the lady lets you sleep in? That everyone just... You and your Pokemon all recover in it. So it's you let all your Pokemon out of their balls. You all pile into bed together. I don't know that you are. I think the Pokemon are and just And you snuggle and you all sleep. <laughs> and that sounds so nice, doesn't it? Yes. It's me. It's a Meowth sleeping on my chest, purring lightly. That's beautiful. It's Charmeleon keeping us all warm with oh, yeah. his little flame butt. It's Golbat hanging upside down from the ceiling, resting tenderly. 
Oh. It's Gyarados wrapped up at like a snake underneath the bed. It's Kadabra entering all of our dreams and giving us good dreams. <laughs> and it's Raticate kind of snuggled up on my legs. That is nice. And we all take a little quick nap. That's really nice. So nice, right? That's a beautiful image. Someone draw that. Hey, Fur Affinity, draw that. <laughs> draw the trainer, Mr. Mime. <laughs> Sleeping in the tiny little bunk Right, bed. you're a Mr. Mime, which kind of ruins the image, actually. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not you. It's, no, it's Mr. Mr. Mime. Mime. It's Mr. Mime with, like, a little trainer hat on, like, Ash's hat. In the <laughs> God, of this fucking, like, his fucking, like, cone hair sticking out the sides of it. <laughs> God, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. It's got like holes in the sides of the cap so that it can, the hair can come out. The hair can come out, yeah. Oh, it's a lot man. to think about. So we both beat Bad Josh slash Gary, uh, and then yeah, we got... Yeah. Okay, yeah, we both beat him, but... Um, what? If you remember in our level check, a certain Pidgeotto wasn't part of it. No. Febby. Not Febby, Josh. Fe- You've had Febby since the beginning. Fabian Febby Petrulio passed. We lost him overboard. A Viking's funeral. Was it Greg? It was had. Was it Greg? Greg's Charmeleon took him out. Fucking bastard. So I was fighting. Oh my God. I was fighting. This fucking bastard. I was fighting Charmeleon with Mankey. And Charmeleon used Ember and got Mankey down to like 20 hit points and then burned it. And then I was like, I gotta, I can't lose Mankey. And because burning lowers attack and does damage every turn, I was like, there's no recovering this Mankey. Like, I got a swap. And I put in Febby, the Pidgeotto, thinking that he could pull it off. And Charmeleon got... Oh, my God. It's hard to say. Charmeleon got a critical hit. Yeah. Scratch. <laughs> wow, even, it's not even like a good move. It was just no. scratch. <laughs> They each exchanged a blow or two, and then it was a critical hit. God, that sucks. Level 24, Febby. Rest in pedals. Rest in pedals, Febby. It's kill count. My kill count is two. It remains steady at two. It remains steady at two. No new kills this week. Okay. Josh, what's your kill count? My kill count's three. I lost two this week. R.I.P. Fabian Febby, Petrulio, the Pidgeotto, and R.I.P. Livia Soprano, Paris, level 14. Joshua, I demand that you give me a melodic eulogy Yep. as per our agreement and the, the official core rules of this Nuzlocke run. I penned some lyrics that will apply to both of them because Please. you didn't find my first tribute fitting. I thought it was fine. I thought the X stuff was a little weird. Well, an X is also somebody who's dead, you know? Yeah, X living. Okay. <clears throat> okay. I've been practicing because I wasn't as familiar with this song. Yeah. Because Pidgeotto is a fucking hard name to fit into a song. Every other week, I write an entire full-length parody song for one of my four podcasts that I do. Jesus. I thought it was three. You have four now? No, it's three. I was exaggerating. <laughs> okay. And I'm, I cannot have you up the ante on these eulogies songs. Oh. Because I cannot write another parody song every well, week. Well, you forced that by critiquing my use of Someday. <laughs> 
and like only swapping in Rattata. And then I was like, you oh. Know, it takes so long to write one of these fucking parody songs. I don't want to write a whole song. I'm just swapping okay, out a couple of words. Good, 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 good. Because I can't write another whole another parody song. Okay. And if you want to hear me do parody songs about the Little Sister books from the Babysitter's Club series, oh, now subscribe you're... to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. Put some fucking spawn con in here. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I'm ready. Here we go. Half past twelve, watching the late show in my flat all alone. How I hate to spend the evening on my own. Autumn winds blowing outside my window as I look around the room, and it makes me so depressed to see the gloom. There's not a soul out there, no one to hear my parents. Pidgey, Pidgey, Pidgeyoto after midnight <laughs> Won't somebody help me chase the shadows away Pidgey, Pidgey, Pidgeyoto after midnight Take me through the darkness to the break of the day <laughs> It's Gimme, Gimme, Gimme by ABBA ABBA, yeah, I got it It was good R.I.P. Pidgeyoto and Paris very good, Josh. And rest in pedals, Pidgeotto. Rest in pedals, Paris. We'll see you on the other side. The Pidgeotto is a truly devastating loss, especially yeah, because we're <laughs> about to go into the uh, grass type gym. Would have been useful to have a flying, yep. flying type. Well, catch another. You got Beedrill. Beedrill must be flying, right? No, it's bug poison. Oh, right, bug. No, bug is good against grass. But it doesn't have any bug moves yet. Okay. That's part of why I'm raising it, though. You'll have to learn some, Joshua. <sighs> yeah. Sorry about your loss. Fuck you, Greg. But I'm glad you finally beat Greg. Killed my precious fucking Pidgeotto. We go. We rub the shoulders of the captain of the SSN, and he gives us cut. Yes. And I taught it to eradicate Uncle Moke. I taught it to Charmaine, Beedrill. Yeah. And then we we cut off that boat. Cut off the boat. The boat takes off. We're in Vermilion City once again, and the only thing left to do is take on the gym. Yes. Joshua, I went into the gym. There's a couple dudes out in the trash can area. That sucks, by the way. Lieutenant Surge is like, my gym is that I have a bunch of trash cans full of trash out in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. And why would you want to live like that? Anyone who wants to take me on has to dig through trash to find buttons. It's like very fucked up. And my trusted... He might have PTSD though from the war. My trusted allies who like clean out the riffraff, you guys all have to sit into the trash room and battle <laughs> yeah. people before they get to me. Hang out with this refuse. Yeah. You go sit in the trash room. So I did that. I went and battled the dudes in the trash room, and I did the the the. Um, they just got all those Voltorbs and Magnemites. Well, and let's let's do my uh, my hit segment. Oh yeah, Tanner's "You Make Me Barf" Pokemon of the week. Who was it? I think I know. It's Voltorb. 
Yeah. It's Voltorb. And I actually did a little um, factoid as well. A little <laughs> oh, trivia. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm very curious to hear. I don't know much about Voltorb other than that I also hate it. Voltorb. So this is this is trivia from... This is from Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia. This is yeah. a sourced... Not fake news. Yeah, Voltorb original beta name translated to ugly testicle and is most likely based on the fact that it looks like an ugly testicle. <laughs> the design may originate from the Chinese Jishi Yige Kodai Yuguai. Okay. Or the Japanese Tada no Pokoto Monstua. Wow. Which means it's just a fucking Pokeball. Wow, that's pretty <laughs> pretty specific Chinese and Japanese. Yeah. So that sounds like it's real. That's like true. That's really trivia. That's really trivia that I got right from Bulbapedia. Voltorb's name comes from Ugly Testicle or the translation of it's just a fucking Pokeball that they turn into a Pokemon. <laughs> like when uh, Satoru Iwata was running through the pitch for Pokemon, he was like, yeah, you got this. You got this one. Am, am, am I reading this right? It's a it's an ugly testicle. Yeah, it's, you're calling it that. And it's like, yeah, it's an ugly testicle, but it also just kind of looks like a Pokeball. <laughs> okay. And they're like, oh, okay, because you have Electrode here too, which also you have written down looks like a Pokeball, but it's like it's upside like, down. Yeah, but it's like upside down. <laughs> uh, okay. Voltorb sucks. I mean, listen, the rest of this pitch looks good. I, I'm not sure about the Mister Mime or the Jinx either, but like, okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see what you can do. Voltorb sucks, and I hate it, and I had to battle a few of them, and it's yeah. made make me barf Pokemon of the week. I beat up his trash boys in the trash zone of his gym, Lieutenant Surge. Yeah. Same. No problems. And then realized that I had to prepare my team, Joshua, for the ultimate battle with Lieutenant Surge. Lieutenant Surge has three Pokemon. Right. So we could only bring in three. So you can only bring in three. But here's the tricky part. Mm-hmm. To get into his gym, you have to cut down a tree. So you need your HM friend. So one of your three Pokemon has to know cut. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So really, you can only bring two Pokemon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which sucks. It was scary. It's gym team. What do, do we did we decide on a name for this segment? Oh, uh, we forgot to it's do It's the that. team we bring to the gym. We forgot to come up with it. Gym team heroes? It's gym team heroes. It's gym team heroes. It's gym class heroes. Which is like a gym class heroes thing. I guess. It's like a band from the 2000s. I mean, no we're shit about. not adverse to featuring bands from the early 2000s on this podcast. So It's gym team heroes. And ABBA, apparently. What team did you bring into the battle with Lieutenant Surge? I brought Charmaine. The Beedrill, because that has cut. Bad idea. I mean, I was not hoping to use Beedrill because it's only level 18. It was lower. It was probably 16 at this point. It was dangerous. But I had Christopher, the Mankey, who had Dig. So that was my safety net. And then Tone Soprano, Ivysaur. Easy gym for you, though. I assume you beat Lieutenant Surge pretty handily. I had no problems. Honestly, the Dig, I think, other than Raichu, killed all of them in one hit. Yep. And it was two hits for Raichu. I brought in Dr. Richard Kimball, my Gyarados, for my misled scheme about dragon types <laughs> oh being effective God, against. Right. So, so you brought it <laughs> you brought an HM friend and Gyarados who yeah. electric is quad super effective against, by yeah. the way. Okay. <laughs> Gyarados <laughs> was, was not super one. useful 
in the Pokemon battle with Lieutenant Surge. If you brought that thing out, wouldn't it have died? Did you bring it out at all? I I didn't bring it out. Luckily, I did not bring it out. Okay, yeah. My third Pokemon carried the day. My last Pokemon took care of all of Lieutenant Zurge's Pokemon. It was Mewtwo, my Kadabra. Okay, yeah. He Psybeamed his way through the entire gym. Oh, yeah, he's got Psybeam. I didn't need to use Gyarados at all, luckily, because he would have died. <laughs> he would have died in one hit, I guarantee it. But I did have Uncle Moke with me, who's my HM friend who knows Cut and Dig, and I feel like had I needed to, I would have brought in Uncle Moke, and he would have... He probably would have dug you out. Digged his way to victory. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't need to. Luckily, I held on to my Gyarados, held on to my Kadabra, held on to my Raticate through the battle, and was victorious, got the Thunder Badge. And you get a TM for Shockwave as well. Yes, which I have no use which for. Which served me very well in at the moment Sapphire, but yep, I got nobody who can learn it. Joshua, I made it through this leg unscathed. I got a few new Pokemon who I am very fond of. Humble brag. And I'm looking forward to the next leg of the journey. Did you look at the Catchable Roots dock for the next leg? Um, it is good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine possible Catchable Pokemon. Nine new Mons? For the next leg, Josh. We are going up to Celadon City. Yes. To take on Sabrina? Erica. Erica. The grass type gym leader. Yes. So we're going to make hay for the next episode and sow our wild oats. And that's two different farming analogies in one. That's the uh, Connecticut side. Yeah. coming out already. I do live in a town called Farmington. Down of the earth, folk. Joshua, we should go. Yeah. It was great not battling you this week. Maybe we'll battle again next week. Really did not want to have to battle. See you in Celadon. See you with nine new Pokemon on your team. You're literally doubling your team. Oh, more than that. I mean, I've got a Bellsprout in my box also. Yeah. And then I have the Magikarp at the daycare. So I only have eight total right now. Okay. So you're more than doubling your team. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. No, the walls are going to be closing in if I fuck this up, this part. Yeah. All right, bug catchers. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. Follow it on Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, anywhere you follow podcasts. Recommend it to a friend. Tell them that if they like Pokemon, they will like our podcast. Get them in now while we're still early in the season. Yeah, right. It's the best time. Get them hooked on this Nuzlocke run because I got to say, Nuzlocke run is very fun. It's an adrenaline rush. Yeah. It's a whole new game. Do tweet about the show on Twitter and mention us at EXP Share Pod. If you do and you DM us afterwards, we will send you a sticker. We have no qualms about sending stickers. We will do it haphazardly and... And internationally, too. Indiscriminately and internationally. We don't care. We will just do it. Yes. By which I mean we will do it eventually. Because sometimes <laughs> it takes us a while to get it out. Especially internationally, which is my job and I am lazy. And you can also follow us on Instagram, which is at exp share pod we put up stories on instagram yep. uh, so i don't want to forget to tout the benefits of the instagram we put up a bunch of extra content on there every week there will be shots from our adventures usually my adventures i have been taking a lot more screenshots lately especially when i have to release some of my sweet pokemon so maybe i'll send those to josh to post on instagram yeah 
Check out the stories on there. Yeah. And then you can also interact with the rest of the bug catchers. And on occasion, us, we post show notes from the episodes on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers. That's it. That's the whole thing. Joshua, goodbye. Bug catchers, goodbye. Smell you later. I'm a simple man. I love two things. Watching Pokemon battle and watching Pokemon fuck.